This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own now time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing. In this podcast, we cover all the basics you need to start your investing journey. Are you joining us for the first time, though, or is this the very start of your investing journey? Well, before you dive into this episode with us, our feed is designed to go from the very beginning, so we strongly recommend you scroll up and start at episode one. However, if you're feeling brave and just want to dive in, don't let us stop you. Here at GSI, we unpack all the jargon and the confusing bits, hear your investing stories with the goal of making investing less intimidating. And of course, we want to have a good time along the way. My name is Bryce. And as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for this second part of this three-part series on uh, investing globally. But before we get there, I just want to make a note that it feels like your intro is getting longer and longer every every time. (laughs) Uh, It's interesting you say that because I haven't changed it in some time here on Get Started Investing. So um, maybe sometimes I skip out a few lines here or there. It's just what I'm vibing on the day. But hey, hey, you you do you. That's what you're vibing. (laughs) I will. <laughs> I, I'm just here. I'm just here for the day when your intro takes 20 minutes, and I can really sit back, have a coffee, just what settle you, in. What do you mean? That's exactly what you do throughout any episode. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> now you're right, Ren. We are here to continue on the uh, the global train. An exciting. Um, topic for us really because we just get so amped about the fact that we're able to invest in so many exciting companies not only here in Australia but all around the globe and uh, in this episode we're going to continue on with um, the benefits of doing so look at why the world is less risky and um, you know really dig into how to actually go global but before we do some exciting news Ren our book our book is available for pre-order we have been slaving away in front of a computer emptying our brains taking (laughs) every skerrick of knowledge we've collected over the last four and a half years from over 150 expert interviews from speaking to the equity mates community and from uh reading and learning ourselves and we've packed it into a tight 330 pages (laughs) of everything you need to know about investing the book is called get started investing uh we're very creative with names here at equity mates um but but really for us it's it's an opportunity to share what we've learned and also a whole bunch of lessons that we wish we knew when we were starting our investing journeys 
and would love if you could uh, go and pre-order a copy. If you love what we do on the podcast, if you feel like you've got value from the Equity Mates community, uh, it would be a massive help to us uh, if you could pre-order a book. But it would, we also think it's probably the best distillation of everything we've learnt. And so we're pretty confident wherever you are on your investing journey, there's going to be a lot of value in there for you. Absolutely. No more excuses. It's time to get started investing. And this book will absolutely help you or any of your family and friends get started in the stock market. Available at booktopia.com.au as well as uh, obviously Amazon and other online book retailers at the moment. But make sure you grab that copy so you are the first in Australia to get your hands on it when it launches on the 31st of August. So booktopia.com.au. I've also heard that it makes a great Zoom background. <laughs> like if if people are talking to you on a video call and they see the Get Started Investing book in your background, uh, they will instantly respect you more, uh, be kinder in meetings, and uh, you'll overall have a better experience on Zoom. So that's that's a that's a fringe benefit, not one we were expecting, but um, definitely one to keep in mind. <laughs> So enough of the chit chat, let's get stuck into it. And we're here to talk going global. And it's pretty good timing, Ren, because, you know, we've seen, and this is not sponsored, but um, we've seen recently Superhero, one of the brokers here in Australia, announcing that they are introducing US shares onto their platform, Stake, who are a US, uh, an Australian broker offering US stocks, uh, announcing that they're going to add Australian shares to their broker um, platform. We've got Sharesies. Uh, a New Zealand broker now in Australia offering Australia, US and New Zealand. So it's clear that the world is going global. And since you and I started investing many years ago, it's now incredibly easy to start investing overseas. So it's it's good to see. You love to see it. Yeah, you love to see it. And you would love to see some of these players go a little bit more global. Uh, shout out to Superhero, Stake, Sharesies, uh, a number of other ones. Um, let's get some Europe. Let's get some Asia. Let's get, let's get some Africa going. Let's let's go truly global. I mean, if we're not going to use our platform to uh, to push for more, then uh, what are we doing true, here? True, true. Well, we'll continue on the journey of trying to get Africa onto as many brokerage platforms as possible. But for now, let's just celebrate that the US is opening up. Okay. <laughs> so, I guess this leads really nicely into today's episode, which is all about how to go global. And you know, last episode. We really spoke about the benefits of why you should be considering going global uh, and why Australia is a great market, but a tiny market relative to the rest of the the world. Um, and that really leads Ren to the point around, you know, the world is less risky than if you're just investing here in Australia. Yeah. And it all comes back down to that word that you learn very early in your investing journey around diversification. And you know, we are so tied to the fortunes of the Australian economy if we're living here in Australia, but the same applies wherever you are. If you're listening in Canada, you're tied to the fortunes of the Canadian economy, UK, you, you get it. We, our jobs are in Australia. Uh, we own, if we own a house, we own it in Australia. And for most of us, most of our investments in the stock market are in Australia, which means that if something happens to the Australian economy, uh, all of those things suffer. You know, you might lose your job, your house price might fall and your investments might fall. 
it's really hard to get a job overseas while living in Australia. It's really hard to buy a, a home overseas while living in Australia. But the one thing that you can do to diversify quite easily these days is to look outside Australia when you're when you're investing. It's these days it's really just as easy as as buying something in Australia, but it just diver- it's just all about diversifying your sources of risk. It is. And it's just so exciting. There's so many cool companies overseas that um, we can get into a little bit later. But So that's the risk side, you know, diversification, reduce your risk. And But what you just said there, it's the opportunity set. Australia is 2% of the global stock market. So from a risk perspective, it makes sense to look overseas. But from an opportunity set, it makes sense to look overseas. Yeah, I mean, the Australian market here is predominantly miners and, and banks. You know, there's there's certainly no Apple or Microsoft over here here in Australia. So, to be fair to Australia, there's some great companies here in oh, Australia. Of let's, let's not get it twisted. Woolworths, um, no, but you know, like, yeah, know. there are companies taking on the world from Australia. No. Afterpay, Zip, ResMed, uh, you know, there's... there's Cochlear, like there's a bunch of great companies taking on the world. There's a bunch of great Australian companies, Seek, REA Group, you know. So let's not get it twisted. There are some great Australian companies, but there are some great global <laughs> companies. <laughs> so we're going to discuss the key ways to invest overseas. And in our mind, there are three. So we can buy shares directly in overseas companies. We can invest in Australian listed products that give you access to markets overseas. Or you can back the professionals and uh, let them do the investing on your behalf. So let's start with the first one, Ren, and that is buying shares directly straight into the Amazon, straight into the Microsoft. Yeah, well, it's funny that you say Amazon because buying shares directly is similar to buying something on Amazon these days. The the user experience is very similar. and it is just like buying Australian shares these days. There's a there's a potentially a form or two that you need to fill out um, that you can do online through your broker. But aside from that, it is literally the same functionality. You jump onto an online broker, you search a stock, it comes up, you click <laughs> buy, you check out, you're done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. It is It is mind-blowing. I know you're saying wow to the functionality and not to the quality of my explanation there. <laughs> yeah, I am, I'm, uh, I'm blown away with the ease at which you've just explained how you can buy <laughs> shares overseas. <laughs> but that's pretty much it, Ren. So, you, you are right. And it's all – luckily, you can do it through um, brokers here in Australia available to anyone really to sign up to. Mm-mm. There's two key differences that I sort of touched on there. One is you obviously have to convert the money to whatever currency it is, but all these online platforms find a way to do that in a very easy way um, these days. And then secondly, there is a, a tax form that you've got to fill out. But again, you can do that all on the broker's website. But that's, that is really the, the only difference these days. Th- those two things, you take them away and it is just as easy to buy Wells Fargo as it is Commonwealth Bank or Walmart as it is Woolworths, yeah. um, which, which is pretty exciting. Very exciting. I mean, um, a, a real life example, even last night, my partner Harriet, she's been investing in 
a bunch of ETFs and uh, her platform, Superhero, uh, not sponsored, um, have just released US shares. And um, within an instant, she's buying Airbnb, Spotify, as as easy as she's been buying skincare online. So it was it was it is amazing to see how easy it is. So is skincare is skincare Harry. online a company or is that uh, <laughs> just other purchases? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, look, there's there's so many different platforms out there that offer different markets, and that's probably the key thing to think about here. If you do want to invest overseas, it matters which broker you sign up with because they all offer different markets. We've pulled out a few just to give you an example. Some of the more popular platforms in the Equity Mates community, but I think when we last counted, there was what over thirty online brokers in Australia. Yeah. So you know we're not we're obviously not going to just start reading out the list. Um, so whatever broker you're with, jump on, do some research, or if you want to. Um, compare, um, you know, some of those sites like Finder and Canstar can help you compare what markets you can access. But I think, and tell me if, if you disagree, Bryce, but okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say uh, interactive brokers might have the most markets, but I think of the commonly used platforms in the Equimates community, Comsec probably still is number one in terms of the markets it, it offers. Yes, but I would say the ease at which you can invest in those markets through Comsec is is not as as um, straightforward as you know some of the other brokers that just have US or whatever. I'm pretty sure. You- well, you've just you've just. You've just taken the words right out of my mouth. Oh, great. Well, luckily we're, yeah. we're in sync today. That's good. <laughs> we're in sync. We're in sync. <laughs> so you, you've, you've absolutely nailed it. For Comsec, I was reading their PDS last night. You can, you can buy, or you can obviously buy Australian shares online. You can buy US shares online. And then they have a number of other countries that you can buy shares from. Canada, UK, Japan, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, basically all of Europe. There were like 14 countries. I couldn't be bothered to write them all down. <laughs> New Zealand, Israel. That's a lot of markets that you can access, but you do have to call up. And and as millennials, you know how much we hate calling people on the phone. So Yeah. Where, yeah. Where's the simple WhatsApp? <laughs> or, or, or the, or the uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so so yeah they, they offer a lot of markets but one thing that we want to look for is that online shopping functionality and so then there are a bunch of others eToro they offer an eclectic mix of markets shall I say they've got the standard ones US Europe uh, Hong Kong. They also have Saudi Arabia, which I was surprised by. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Go eToro. Uh, what, what the biggest company over in um, Saudi Arabia is the, what's it called? The oil one? Saudi Aramco? Sa- Saudi Aramco. Yeah. yeah. It's the only one I know. <laughs> <laughs> but look, Ren, there, yes. there are a bunch of others as well that um, offer international markets. So one of... Um, one of our favorites that we have been using for a while now is IG. They have US, Europe, and Australia. No New Zealand, um, surely. They might, yeah. Look, honestly, can I, if I can give a message to all the online brokers out there, make it easier to find out the markets that you offer. Like uh, IG, I'll use as an example because we were talking about them. 
they make it very easy to see what CFDs you can trade, but they don't just have a clean list or it's not easily findable a clean list of these are the markets you can buy stocks in. Yeah, good call. So right. that's, again, just, just using our platform to uh, make things a little easier for the retail <laughs> investor. Advocate for the retail investor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then then you've got um, those companies uh, that have just come to Australia. So we mentioned Sharesies. They're a New Zealand broker. They offer US, New Zealand, and Australian markets. Selfwealth um, have just launched US. They also have Australia and then Stake and Superhero. Stake offers Australia, New Zealand, and US, and Superhero is US and Australia. So a lot of competition coming in, Ren. Again, we love to see it here at Equitymates because at the end of the day, it just gives more choice to uh, to the Equitymates community. Yeah, and I think you can see the key commonality there is that basically all of these brokers that go international We'll start with the US and that makes sense because if you think back to our last episode when we were talking about the size of the US market, I think North America as a continent is like 41% of the global stock market and the majority of that is in the US. So if you if you have access to you know Australia and the US, that is a, a massive opportunity set there. Obviously, you know Asia, Europe, there's a lot more opportunity there. So hopefully we see these platforms continue to expand. But um, there's there's a lot of choice out there. There's no one right choice when it comes to picking a broker. I think it's important to know that you don't have to be restricted to just Australian stocks these days. Yeah, exactly. So, Ren, um, that's really a nice tie-up of buying shares directly. You can do it. You just need to make sure your broker offers the markets that you're interested in buying in. So before we jump in and have a look at uh, using Australian listed passive products and also backing the professionals, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So Ren, if you're not feeling comfortable investing directly in uh, overseas companies yourself and and making those investment decisions and putting in the time and the research, the good news is uh, that you don't have to limit yourself to that to invest overseas. There are a number of products listed on the Australian Stock Exchange that actually give uh, exposure to foreign countries and uh, we're going to have a chat about that now. Yeah, so... If we take a step back, it's a fund or a company that is listed on the Australian stock market. So people buy and sell that company or that fund via the Australian Stock Exchange. But what that company or fund holds are shares in global companies, so shares outside Australia. So it you know it means for people who only want to buy and sell th- things in Australian dollars and buy and sell things on the ASX, they can get um, they can buy things that then hold international shares and that way get exposure to the to the um, performance of international shares. Mm. 
And how how would I find these products? Google. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I, so so we'll talk about things that are like managed by professional fund managers in a second. So put a pin in that. But the main type of uh, investment here are just index funds uh, or ETFs that track an index. And so, you know, when we talk about an index, we just talk about a basket of stocks that represents the majority of a stock market. So in Australia, we have the ASX 200 index that has a little bit of the 200 biggest stocks in Australia and just holds them Mm. and makes no decisions about buying or selling or trading. And if you buy an ASX 200 uh, ETF, you get you get a little bit of all those 200 companies in one easy trade, and then if though if the Australian market goes well, that goes well. If the Australian market goes poorly, that goes poorly. But all it does is track the the market, um, and there are there are indexes for every major stock market. So. There's the S&P 500, which is the 500 biggest American stocks. There's the NASDAQ 100, which is 100 of the biggest stocks on the NASDAQ, which is more technology-focused. The FTSE 100 is the 100 biggest UK stocks. So they, they all track like particular countries. Then there's also things like the MSCI All World Index that buys a little bit of most companies in the world. I think it's like 20, yeah, it's, it's about 50 countries it has has some uh, shares in. And so it basically is like, we're going to try and track the global stock market. Mm. I remember when we spoke to Lars Croyer on the Equity Mates Investing podcast, uh, and he was a, a fund manager from London, and he said that his strategy was to just buy the All World Index for the next 40 years, throw in a couple of bonds, and that was his strategy. And uh, so, look, it's it's an interesting index, 50 countries there. But you're right, Ren. Before before you move on, like that, that's not an uncommon strategy. Warren Buffett has often said that when he dies, his suggestion to his his heirs, I guess, um, is to put 90% of their money in an S&P 500 index fund, which is, you know, the 500 biggest US stocks. And then I think the last 10% in cash, and that, that should be their investment strategy. So buying these indexes is, is a pretty popular st- strategy. So, yeah, again, how do you do this? All of these ETFs... Um are available uh, through your broker platform. Um, because they're going to be Australian listed, then obviously you need to be signed up to a, a broker that has the Australian markets. So if you are investing, uh, if you are part of the community overseas, um, the same would apply to the markets that you're of your home country. There will be ETFs that allow you access um, to many markets around the world. But there are plenty of providers as well that offer these products. So if you're looking at the S&P 500 ETF, you've got here in Australia, BetaShares will have one, Vanguard will have one, um, iShares will have one. Pretty sure, you know, ETF Securities, there's a bunch of um, ETF providers that all offer um, very similar products when it comes to these markets. So mm. um, 
just have a little bit of a, a look around in terms of fees and those sorts of things, which we've discussed plenty of times on the show. And just in terms of when we say they can be bought and sold like shares, we literally do mean that. So, you know, Commonwealth Bank, you search CBA, which is their ticker code, and you buy shares in Commonwealth Bank. All of these ETFs similarly have a three or four digit ticker code that you type in and you buy in exactly the same way you buy shares. Yeah, super easy. So the final way that you can invest in uh, international markets, so we've spoken about buying shares directly through your broker, then there are the Australian listed passive products, those ETFs that we've spoken about. The The third and final way that, that you can invest overseas is to actually back the professionals and, uh, and give your money to professional Australian-based investors who will then take that money in their own fund and invest it around the world or in sort of specific foreign countries, be it India, Southeast Asia, other um, geographies around the world. And um, this is where you might get a bit more of a, uh, a strategy around the type of investments that are made compared to, say, an, an ETF of the S&P 500. So, um, yeah, Ren, something that we're both doing. So, yeah, something that we're both doing. Now, there are a few different ways that you can actually do this. So the traditional way would was called sort of unlisted funds, and that was where you saved up your money, you know, got a certain amount of money together, filled out a bunch of paper forms, sent, faxed them maybe, maybe scanned to email. It's, it's ridiculous. Hate the paperwork. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Do they want our money um, or not? Jeez. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you basically sent a check with all the paperwork to this fund manager. They took your money, invested it on your behalf. When you wanted to get the money back from the fund manager, hopefully it was bigger than when you gave it to them. You filled out some more forms and um, they probably sent you a check back. Um, so, and, and that still exists. And there's a, there's a number of fund managers that do that. Bryce and I have actually slogged through the paperwork. Um, so, so, you know, it's, it's, it's an option um, that people can consider. But for people who are just getting started in their investing journey, perhaps don't have as much money to invest, you know, some of the minimums for these funds are like 10 grand, 20 grand, some up to like 250 grand. That's the one that Bryce is in. <laughs> Not must, true. That'd be must nice. Must be nice. <laughs> um, but for people who don't have as much money or don't want to put like 10 grand with one fund manager to begin with, you can now also buy and sell um, units in these uh, in these professionally managed funds through the stock market in the same way that you can buy and sell shares. Yeah, that's right, Ren. It's a trend that we're actually seeing a lot at the moment, and that is a lot of these funds are creating what we call active ETFs, or, or there are a number of listed investment companies that um, you can also buy and access through the Australian Stock Exchange. So, for example, you and I um, have invested in an unlisted fund through Magellan. Um, it was their global fund, MGF. But what they've now done is turned that fund over 
into an ETF, active ETF as well, and made it available on the Australian Stock Exchange. So just uh, like you and I have our money directly in Magellan, you can now buy through the ASX, just like any ETF, units in the Magellan Global Fund managed by Hamish Douglas and his team um, and trade that ETF uh, just like you would any other stock or ETF on, on the on the stock market. And of course, uh, then you're getting access to Magellan investing that money right across the globe. So uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty good what what's happening at, at the moment in terms of all these fund managers now making their funds um, somewhat available through these active ETFs and LICs. Yeah, you're right, Bryce. A lot of this is a real trend with fund managers at the moment, realizing that retail investors like you and I want the easy availability of just being able to buy and sell units in their fund just through the stock market, you know, with one or two clicks through our online brokers rather than 10 or 20 pages worth of paperwork and a fa- paperwork and a fax machine. <laughs> I think so Magellan you said Magellan was MGF. I think their uh, active ETF uh, is actually MGOC. MGF is closed. So that's a listed investment company. Let's not worry too much about the difference here, but it's a trend that we're seeing more and more. The amount of uh, fund managers that are making their making their funds available on the stock market is increasing. And for retail investors, that's a really good thing because gone are the days where you had to have you know a $10,000 minimum to get access to these you know, professional fund managers, you can now do it with as little as 500 bucks, I guess, sometimes even less depending on your broker. Mm. And, and basically what, what the, what happens when you buy a unit in an active ETF of a professional fund manager is they get that money and then they invest it on your behalf. And if their investment strategy does well, the price of the ETF goes up and you can sell that at any time for more than you bought it for. If their if their strategy isn't so good or isn't doing too well, and they are losing money, then the the price of the ETF goes down. So it's just a different way to back the professionals than the traditional way, but it, it, the the outcome is the same. You're putting your money with them, and you do well if their strategy does well. It's a great way. Um to get a little bit of different exposure and some smarts, potential smarts behind the money, I think um, keep in mind though, just because they are professional fund managers, it doesn't mean they always outperform the market. So make sure you do have a look at the performance of these fund managers before you dive in. Sorry, just before we put a bow on it, people might be wondering, well, how do I find you know what fund managers are available to me? There's a number of, I guess, publications slash websites, PDF documents embedded on websites. I don't know what you would classify that as, but um, if you want to see a list of like all the different professional fund managers that you can look at, look at investing, put it, putting your money with. Um, Morningstar have some great resources and the ASX themselves have some great resources. Um, so they're probably two places to start your research. If you're interested to find out what, what professionals are out there. Certainly worth having a look at. Yeah, I've, I agree, Ren Morningstar, it would be probably the best place to start plenty. Yeah, they, plenty of stuff on they there. do like a, 
they do a monthly report that um, is probably a good starting point. But yeah, so I think, look, if we just sum up the three ways, how we conceptualize the three ways to invest overseas in terms of talking about the actual how, the first is the do-it-yourself, do your own research, find companies that you like, and buy those shares directly. So that's number one. Number two is just buy, just track the whole market, just buy ETFs that track indexes of overseas markets, and then you're just exposed to how that overseas country stock market goes, whether it's America, whether it's a country in Europe, a country in Asia. You can just say, I don't want to make a decision myself. I just want to track the overall market to get exposure to something outside Australia. That's option number two, the passive option. And then option number three is the find someone to do it for you option, back the professionals, find a fund manager that invests overseas and give them the responsibility of doing the research and making the decisions about making the right investments overseas. Nice, Ren. Well, I think a good way to close is just to remind the Get Started Investing community that if you are wanting to invest overseas, and we've just put three uh, ways to do it in front of you, similar to when you're investing in Australian shares there is no right or wrong way. There's no perfect answer. It's it's really up to you and where you're at in your investing journey, your risk tolerance. But there are plenty of options as we've just walked through um, to at least get you on your way and get you investing overseas. And in the next episode, to close out this three-parter on going global, we're going to talk about some of the factors that you should consider beyond just how to invest overseas. So we're going to talk about currency risk. We're going to talk about actually finding information uh, and then some thoughts on building a portfolio around the world. So um, some key things to consider in the next episode if you are looking to get out of Australia. So Ren, as always, great to chat stocks. Um, just a reminder to anyone in the Get Started Investing community to help us find more potential investors and to continue growing Get Started Investing. We would really appreciate if you could rate and review us on your podcast app. I'm pretty sure only Apple allows you to do so, but you know it would be really appreciated if you are an iPhone user to, to rate us on, uh, on the Apple podcast app. Five stars would be amazing. So, Ren, always good to chat stocks and we'll pick it up next week. Sounds good. Get Started Investing is a product of Equity Bates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Get Started Investing are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Get Started Investing acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 